Last night, there was someone who asked about the Four Noble Truths. In the Dhamma practice of the Wat Nongpa Pong lineage, Venerable Ajahn Chah didn't talk much about the Four Noble Truths, but he talked about getting down to the practice of it. Like we make merit and give alms, and this is being within Maga, the Noble Eightfold Path already. So we have effort to give up wrongdoing, and we cultivate merit. We sit in meditation at the time we listen to Dhamma, and when we chant, we have sati, mindfulness, while chanting. So we emphasize mindfulness. The more mindfulness we have, the better it is. As for samadhi, meditative concentration, if we do a lot of it, and we have no wisdom, we could get attached to it sometimes. But there is no need to be scared of samadhi. There are Dhamma practitioners who are scared of samadhi. They hear of getting attached to jhana, the mental absorptions of being attached to samadhi, and that they won't be able to attain to the paths and fruits of nibbana. In the beginning, don't be scared of that. Don't be scared of being attached to samadhi. Don't be scared of being attached to jhana. Jhana, it's not a normal state. It's a dhamma that is higher than the innate qualities of humans. So this is about jhana. And we can look in our daily life whether our mind can be still with no vitaka no thoughts concerned with anything at all, no vichara, sustained thoughts concerned with all the various things of the past or future, of the present, about the home, about politics, about the army, about livelihood, about eating, doing business, none at all of anything when the mind has no initial application and sustained thoughts like that, the mind becomes peaceful. Then it has rapture, it has bliss, and samadhi is firm. So we have recollection and sampajanya, clear comprehension. We recollect the virtues of the Buddha. We recollect the Buddha. The virtues of the Buddha the virtues of the Dhamma, the virtues of the Sangha. Gathered together, it is Bhutto, Dhammo, Sangho. It gathers together like this, and the mind becomes more inwardly joyous. It has rapture, it has happiness, and it can last all day until we fall asleep. So may we recollect in this way. This is doing samadhi. So samadhi has lots of benefits. Don't be scared that, if I get jhana, that it will obstruct the paths and fruits of nibbana. Just get it first. So make it sama, right. Sama samadhi is right concentration. If it is mitcha samadhi, wrong concentration, then it can be used to do bad things. It can be used in the way of bad energy. But that's if it's Micha Samadhi. If it's Sama Samadhi, 
then there arises the samadhi that is correct. It can be used for benefit in order to gain wisdom. So it progresses. Like when we have samadhi already, then the mind is firmly established because of training in the prakamatana. Pra is vara, meaning excellent. So it is the place of excellent work, which we call it kamatana, the excellent work. And there is lots of work of the world, but it's work that we do to sustain our life or to support this body, to support our family. But the excellent work is the work to be freed from all suffering. The work of the world, we do it. But last life as well, we did it. A million lives ago, we did it. Many millions of lives ago, a hundred million lives ago, one billion, one trillion lives ago, we did work. And we could keep saying it in multiple of millions of lives, like this, all day and all night, through the whole year, which is the work we have done before in our past births. We are born and we say that this is me and mine. We have a reasonably good birth that we have become a human like this. But if it's a lower birth than this, there is lots more of the feeling of me and mine, which is the animal realm. But can we see that ultimately we have to die? We have to have separation. We won't stay here always. But this delusion, we have been deluded for a very long time. Deluded that it is me and mine like this. It is ignorance. Why is it like this? It's just because of not having wisdom. It is like we have a car. But this car, our relatives have let us use it temporarily. They think... This child was born to us, but they don't know this. We see we have a car, and it's our car. Hey, the relatives who let us use that car, they say, Hey, this child has no idea at all. It has become our car. But it's only our car that has been loaned to us. So it's like this. So this body, this rupa, material form, this nama, mind, they are something that nature has given to us on loan. It is loaned to be used temporarily. But someone wise will use this body and mind to have benefit to their heart. However, someone with no wisdom will have no idea. They listen to the Dhamma, listen to the sound of the chanting, the sound of praises to the Buddha, Dhamma, Sangha, and they don't feel at ease. This society has changed. It's changed a lot. So therefore, someone who has the wisdom to know this, then they will try to practice Dhamma. They will use this body and mind that they have to contemplate that it is something borrowed from this world. So before we need to return it to them, we need to be diligent in building goodness. We will have to give it back bit by bit. Getting older, we give back our eyes, give back our nose and ears, 
and the smaller and larger organs, we give it back constantly. If we can remember that it is borrowed, that it is not ours, then we will gain understanding into the Dhamma. We accept the truth that this Sankara bodily heap changes like this. It is normal. It's normal. Venerable Ajahn Chah said that we suffer because we attach and cling. So we know this, and then what do we do? We try to practice, to do samadhi. Kanika samadhi, which is a minor samadhi. But don't look down on this minor samadhi. If we build more barami, spiritual accumulations, we build goodness, and we do bhavana, cultivate the mind continually, then it will be upajara samadhi, access concentration. It is samadhi that is close to being one-pointed and still. It is close to the first jhana, and we feel that we really want to get it. We think, what is the first jhana like? We wonder what upajara samadhi is like. What is kanika samadhi like? So we go search the texts to read about it, and we kind of understand it. Kanika samadhi is like when we listen to Dhamma and we have rapture arise. When we give alms, we listen to Dhamma, we recollect our goodness, and we have rapture, feelings of inner fullness and happiness arise. This is kanika samadhi. If we can recollect often, and we practice it often, we feel like our body is light, and the mind is light and at ease. We walk and feel like we are all expansive. We sit and it feels like there is no body. This is upajara samadhi. The mind is peaceful already. So we contemplate. We take this samadhi to contemplate into the body and mind, like I have explained. And we can see that it is anichang, dukkang, anatta, impermanent, unsatisfactory, and not self. Our mind will have knowing arise, wisdom arises. When we have intelligence and skill, then we can gain wealth in this world, and we won't be in trouble or lacking. But we have to be intelligent in the law of sila dhamma, the quality of morality, virtue. If it is knowledge that isn't intelligent, and goes and cheats, deceives, steals, then that is not right. And we can see that people who do that go to jail and get in trouble with the law. They are intelligent, but not intelligent of the type of someone with true wisdom. It is wisdom, but it is mitya, wrong. We need to be intelligent of the type with wisdom, intelligent in Dhamma practice, which is a higher practice. We can see that it is a higher practice to search for the Dhamma. We learn, listen, search, reflect, contemplate, practice, until the mind becomes peaceful and it is still. 
we see someone who is old, someone sick, someone who has died, and we bring the reflection into ourselves that we have to die like this, we have to age like this, and the mind becomes still. We recollect the virtues of the Buddha, virtues of the Dhamma, virtues of the Sangha, and the mind is still. It is peaceful and is samadhi arising. Some Dhamma practitioners think that today I will listen to Dhamma, today I will give alms, today I will sit meditation and bhavana, and their minds will be awakened. The mind is awake. This is merit. The merit has arisen. So we can see that merit doesn't just arise when coming and making merit at the monastery. Before coming, we already thought of doing it. The merit has arisen already. We are delighted and joyous already. At the time we do it, it arises again. When we recollect the merit we have done, it arises again. We keep recollecting the virtues of the Buddha, Dhamma, Sangha, and of the dana, spiritual perfection of giving, that we have offered. We recollect the five precepts that we can keep, and the mind is buoyant. It has feelings of fullness of heart. Samadhi arises. It is kanika samadhi, or it can be upajara samadhi. We hear that we need to get jhana in order for us to see the dhamma, but we can't get it. Our samadhi is not enough. We feel lacking and not good enough. But don't think that way. Seeing the Dhamma is not for sure. Our minds could gather together one pointedly. In the beginning, may your mind gather together one pointedly. I want to share a story with you. Once I had listened to the Dhamma of Venerable Ajahn Chah and it was so excellent. He talked right to my heart about letting go, about the mind becoming liberated, free from suffering. All conventional things are just labels. There is no size, whether it is material things, us people, the rupa, materiality that has consciousness, or all the material things in the world that humans build, or of nature. They are just conventional names. In reality, there is nothing there. When there is nothing there, then our mind contemplates it that way. There is no size, no color, no substance. The mind gathered together and saw clearly into that. The phenomena of rapture arose. The phenomena of samadhi arose. I saw the Dhamma. I understood clearly the truth. Right here, the Sada, the faith that we have every day, becomes certain that the Buddha was awakened, that the Dhamma teachings of the Buddha leads one to freedom from suffering for certain. The wisdom of those who know and see exist. The Sawakas, the noble disciples of the Buddha, truly exist.
when our heart can experience it like this, it is Pachatang Veditapo Vinyuhiti. The one who knows will know it for themselves. The Dhamma gives results regardless of time. And now it's clear. There is no need to talk about faith. It is firm already. The wisdom arises that we will build goodness, we will build dana, build sila, build bhavana, and we continue to practice. And our faith won't waver any more in the Sammasambuddha, the perfectly self-awakened Buddha, the Dhamma, the Sangha. When we focus on our practice, then our samadhi progresses by levels, and we enter the samadhi that is called jhana, or we call it the first jhana, or it can be higher than that. But the strength of samadhi that enters this jhana isn't able to progress the mind to have wisdom. We have to exit it first. We receive sense impressions. The eyes see forms, ear hears sounds, nose smells odors, tongue tastes flavors, the body contacts sense stimulations, the mind objects are known by the mind. And sometimes these can make our mind peaceful. Sometimes these can make our mind chaotic. So we have mindfulness and contemplate it constantly, all the time. And ultimately we see more clearly. The seeing is clear. The mind is emptiness. It is peaceful and still. It's the path that we will see the Dhamma and we will understand. We read the texts and we understand them, but when the fruits of the practice really come up, then we understand deeper than the texts, like the Four Noble Truths of Dukkha, Samudaya, Niroda, Maga. How will we practice the Four Noble Truths? We will develop mindfulness, develop Samadhi. We make the mind peaceful now, and not being deluded in Samadhi, but we take as much Samadhi as we can have to shine a light on our mind in order to have wisdom arise. We learn about materiality and mentality as being impermanent, unsatisfactory and not self. The Brahman, Diganaka, listened to the Dhamma of the Buddha, saying, Brahman, what you don't like exists, aging, sickness and death. Brahman, you don't want to get it, but if you get it, will you have happiness or suffering? The Brahman answered, it is suffering. Just that much, and the Brahman's mind gathered together and accepted the truth. We can ask, at the time when the Brahman was listening to the Dhamma, was his mind in jhana? At that time, it was not jhana, but he had enough samadhi and the mind gathered together. It is called maga samagi, the unification of the noble path factors. It gathers together and one can see the Dhamma. In the beginning, may we be diligent like this. May you set your hearts on it. May you gain success in all fields, in all things. If you are a child, 
may you succeed in your learning and studies. May you all succeed in your work and in your Dhamma practice and in all things. May you grow in blessings.